Omega. It is February 1st. Can you believe it? It is February already. Already. You know what? To be honest, January didn't seem like short. It just seemed super, super long because you're coming like off that like holiday lag or whatever, you know, where in December everything is kind of laid back, work is laid back, whole bunch of treats, you're shopping, you know, you're just just living recklessly. <laughs> and now January, you're like back to being a responsible adult and things like that. So it is February. Like that was your January where you're able to accomplish some of the things that um, you want to accomplish in January. I know me, I was just getting my, my feet wet, just warming up the gears and I'm ready to go. So, um, I do feel like, you know, January was really productive just to get myself in the mindset for some things. And, and I was very consistent, like I wanted to be. Um, so I feel like January was a real successful, um, successful month. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know. My throat is acting real crazy. I don't know where you're at, but if you're anywhere in the Midwest, be careful. There's about to be a snowstorm. Go to the grocery store, stock up on all the food, all the water, whatever you need to survive during these couple of days. It is supposed it is supposed to snow hard here where I am, I think tomorrow and Thursday. So I'll be nice and cozy and snuggled into my home for the next two days. So I'm going to get ready for that today yes today but it is morning it's morning yes 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 bright early in the morning and i don't know if you remember yesterday when i was trying to find that video about nick cannon and the reason why um, he started having all of these children and I'm like, I was wrecking my brain during the show yesterday. Like, I know I seen that video, so I couldn't let it go. So I looked it up uh, last night and I found it. It was a interview that he did with um, Howard Stern. And so let's get into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I keep forgetting this is audio, so I probably should keep talking some time because <laughs> it gets all quiet and awkward. Uh, come on computer oh no all right um and all right i don't know what happened but let's keep going the show must go on let me unmute it and this is a um this is an interview that nick cannon did february 9th 2017 so this is right around the way that he started having his wave of children in the hospital over Christmas, which fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about it. This yeah. is this lupus thing again, right? Yeah. Um, are you working too much still? Are you going at it too hard in life? Everybody says that. You've been saying that for years. When you experience near-death situations, yes. uh, life-threatening situations, I, it's honest, it's true. I feel like, yo, I'm running out of time. And every time I think I'm doing good, then I got to go back to the fucking hospital. And Can like, you fear I almost died this time, broke the blood clots and shit. Can I don't fear it. I welcome it. I got to a space now where it's like, that's just, it's probably going to happen. I'm probably going to die sooner than most people. And I, and because my, I mean, that's what, that's what the doctor said, but I'm living life like, now what did the like, doctor like, say? I might like die in the morning, so let's fuck all night. Like, yeah, what did the, yeah, right. Well, now, now you got a point. The doctor, <laughs> why we're problems? I'm like, that be it. But that's the thing. I understand that you're living day by day, but a lot, I think when I watched this with another commentator, they were like, okay. You realize that you're gonna die, so you're just living vicariously and just having not living vicariously, but living um carelessly 
or carefree, so to speak, and having all of these children. But what happens when, you know, if something does happen to you, now all of these children are like fatherless. So let's keep going. But Nick, the doctors have said to you, Nick, when it gets serious, could you die a very young man? Could yeah. you die like in your 40s? Yeah. So I mean, they're I mean, predicting I, that this will progress? This is what you got to realize. Like, the five blood transfusions was because, like, if they didn't do that, I would have died. Yeah. The blood clots from the last time I was in the hospital, they, like, the doctor literally said to me, I can't, I don't understand how you're still alive. Oh. Like, you have well, I didn't two know blood. Actually. You have two blood clots in your lung and one in your heart like that. Oh, like, oh my God. But like, Nick, what if the doctors were wrong? And now you're a 90-year-old man with 100 kids. fucking amazing. They're like Job from the Bible. I was supposed to die in my 40s. And now I've got 100 kids. I'm bankrupt. So I remember seeing that. So there was some pushback on that because it was just kind of like, Okay, we understand, you know, you have a reality with your mortality. However, you're having all of these children. If something does happen to you, then what? You know, then what? Then they don't have that support, that paternal support, you know, from you because you passed away. So, you know, a lot of people felt like he should have just, you know, appreciated the kids he had. Then again, you can't tell people what to do with children. But he just, I feel that, like what I said yesterday, that maybe it is just a way um, for him to, um, kind of just make himself immortal, you know, because they'll have all these children who will have children who will have children and who will have children. And I guess that is pretty uh, biblical, you know, this person begot this person and that person begot this person. So I don't know, to each his own, but I just wanted to share with you guys the video that was killing me because I knew I had seen it somewhere. So, um, what are your thoughts about that? <laughs> All right, so let's get into today's topic. I mean, that kind of was today's topic, but I just wanted to piggyback on that. Um, so I saw this meme, and I thought it was just like real important to talk about because we don't really talk about men's mental health. Like normally when we're talking about mental health, it's kind of surrounded around like women, you know, you know, um, make sure you take care of yourself and make sure you, you know, you find that time to nurture yourself and i don't really see many things regarding like mental health in men you know um i have this book which is the next book after the book i read um that is about like um eating disorders male eating disorders and i thought and i really love my friend jason wood wrote it and i'm really excited about it because you don't really get to delve into the mind of of like depression and eating disorders and things when it comes to men. So to the meme, it says, when Tyrese had a mental breakdown online in regards to not seeing his daughter in two years, people laughed at him and he became a meme. That is so true. Uh, when Kanye West had a mental breakdown on TV, people called him crazy and he too became a meme. When he had that breakdown, I think he realized that he, um, he was, he did have bipolar disorder, um, which is not crazy. It is a disorder. It's not crazy. Um, the third one, the world watched Will Smith listen to his wife tell him live that she had an affair. People laughed at Will. He too became a meme. Yes. And I remember seeing this when she was talking, when Jada Smith was talking about um, 
Pinky Smith was talking about like entanglement and the look on his face and everybody was so engrossed in what she was saying and making fun of what she was saying that I feel like a lot of people missed the look on Uncle Will's face and I was just like Uncle Will that is this just is embarrassing for him to even have to talk about even if you know they do have like intimate details about their marriage that everyone is just kind of wary about yet and still that's their business and now the fact that you have to come you know, live and um, kind of like talk to talk about this in the public and people looking at you like, you know, it's just it's, it's embarrassing. And I don't think this was something he really wanted to talk about because you see the look on his face. That is probably the most irritated I've ever seen Will Smith not in a movie. OK, and then the next one is yet folks wonder why men don't open up about mental health they don't because if a man cry you know it's like they're a wimp you know if they complain too much then you know um no one takes them serious and and i feel like that is the upbringing like when gir little girls are raised you know and i always go back to upbringing because we we what we do today is what we learned yesterday you know what i'm saying so when you're growing up you know little girls you get to cry you get to express your emotions but men is like toughen up toughen up you're a boy boys don't cry but boys do need to cry men do need to cry how many men you know that if they just would have cried or had an outlet wouldn't be so angry you know what i'm saying or when they come home from work like how how hard will it hurt to say hey honey how was your day let's talk about your day you know because they have emotions too they have insecurities too they have um defeated thoughts too you know what i'm saying the world is on their shoulders especially with a black man you know, like it's just it's just a, a I, they call him this a, mi a microaggression, but it's a macroaggression to be afraid to go out there and not know if you're going to return home. Men have a lot on their shoulder. They have their families on their shoulders and even the ones who, you know, claim to like, you know, be moochers and things of that sort. There was a time where maybe they were ambitious and it just didn't work out and they just gave up. You know what I'm saying? We don't know the origin of anyone's story. But who's trying to find anything that's going on in that story? And I feel like men need, need that attention as well. You know what I'm saying? They need someone to delve into what's going on in their mind. You know, what do they want to do? Their goals, their aspirations. You know, it's, it's, it's expected to say, hey, the man needs to take care of me. Yeah, but who's taking care of the man? You know what I'm saying? And it's not in the aspect of like paying bills and, you know, the, the scrub. I don't know what they call it now. Sorry, I'm going to use what I know. But like, you know, the, the scrub or whatever. Yeah, I get that. But there are some strong men out there that are just like struggling, struggling. And men commit suicide, too, by the way. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like um, we need to pay more attention to the mental the mental health when it comes to men like we need to pay more attention to their mental health you know and yeah so i did find um some really um neat statistics because i am a statistic freak i just love statistics um about uh mental health um when it mental health for men so <clears throat> so it's saying that six million men are affected by depression each year. And that looks like a small percentage when it says the US male population is like, look, I'm 151 something million. I think that that is still a large amount. You know what I'm saying? It says one in five adults experience a mental problem each year. You know, some men serious mental illness costs America 
$193 billion in lost earnings each year, meaning people, excuse me, people can't, you know, go to work and people can't go to work and function, you know what I'm saying, because they can't think properly. They're sad. Just all types of things, you know. Um, let me mute this for a minute. Uh, one second. Sorry, I feel like something is in my throat. I don't know what's going on. I think my body is still adjusting to waking up this early, right? Um, the five major mental health problems that affect men. Number one is depression. Over 6 million men suffer from depression each year. Um, male depression often goes undiagnosed. What the heck? Undiagnosed. Men are more likely to report fatigue, irritability, loss of interest in work or hobbies, rather than feelings of sadness and worthlessness. Anxiety. Approximately 19.1 million American adults ages 18 to 54 have an anxiety disorder. Um, over 3 million men have a panic disorder, agoraphobia, or any other phobia. Now, agoraphobia is the phobia, I believe, when you can't, you can't go outside. Um, like you, you have anxiety just to step outside. So, um, and then it says for bipolar disorder, 2.3 million Americans are affected by bipolar disorder. An equal amount of men and women develop this illness. The age of onset for men is between 16 to 25 years old. So when you're seeing all these, you know, men and living their best life, most of them are not like happy with who they are, you know, because they're still trying to figure out who they are. They're trying to figure out how their brain is working and they have bipolar disorder. They don't even know, you know, why they're snapping off or why they feel angry sometimes or why they feel low sometimes. And it's because, it's because no one said, hey, maybe go to a therapist, you know, hey, maybe get some help. It's just like, oh, he's okay. He's supposed to be aggressive. And that's the other misconception of, you know, men have to always be aggressive. So you can't even detect bipolar disorder, depression, none of that, because because men are reared up to be, to um, I'm sorry, men are reared up to be aggressive, you know. So they're saying psychosis and schizophrenia. Approximately 3.5 million people in the U.S. are diagnosed with schizophrenia, and it's and it is one of the leading causes of disability. 90% of people who are diagnosed with schizophrenia by age 30 are men. And then eating disorders. Males account for an estimated 10% of patients in anorexia or bulimia and an estimated 35% of those which binge, with binge eating disorder. Men with eating disorders are less likely to seek professional help than women. That is because... That is because men, either either men are ashamed because they don't want to be like considered weak, you know, but and it's just so much hope that we overlook when it comes to men's mental health. You know, if you have a spouse and you see that something's not right, or you see that they're, they're depressed, you know, stop and have a conversation with them, you know, and see what's going on. You know, if um, my husband, let's like he had a bad day, let's talk about it. What's going on with your bad day? You know, just like I would want him to reach out to me on a bad day. I feel like we need to to highlight and pay more attention to what's going on with our men. We really, really do. Um, I thought they said fun fact. I'm like, this is not fun at all. Fast fact, suicide. The highest suicide rate in the U.S. are found in Caucasian men 
over the age of 85 to live to 85 and i don't even know but have you noticed that some of the older celebrities like when dark when don cornelius like took his life i was so shocked like i think he was like his like his um his late 70s early 80s or whatever um yeah so the elderly is just like forget it you know i'm instead of pain i'm out of here and i think he was diagnosed with cancer and um he took his life and on the rise male suicides have been on the rise since 2000 suicide is the seventh leading cause of death among males accounting for 2.2 percent of all male deaths in 2011 sexual orientation gay and bisexual men are more likely to develop mental health disorders than heterosexual men gay males are at an increased risk for suicide attempts especially before the age of 25 and we kind of you kind of can get a sense of why that is you know what i'm saying like because parents are ostracizing them you know so much discrimination you know they just can't be them and especially I could understand them before age of 25 if you just think of high school and how mean the kids can be because you're different. You know what I'm saying? And and you can't handle being different. You know what I'm saying? And and it gets I was bullied in high school. You know, I don't I don't think it was to the point of wanting to not be here anymore, but the bullying now was crazy because now you have like the cyber bullying now. You know, I can only imagine what it's like to be a kid in this technological world, you know. So, you know, if you see your kid like they used to be up and jittery and and into their activities and stuff, and all of a sudden they don't want to do anything, pay attention to that kid, pay attention to your your son you know like our sons need just as many hugs as our daughters need you know what i'm saying um gender disparity more than four times as many men as women die by suicide in the u.s in 2010 a total of 38,364 americans died by suicide and over three quarters 79 percent of these suicides were men and risk factors factors including social isolation substance abuse unemployment, military-related trauma, that's a whole show by itself, genetic predisposition, and other mood disorders put individuals at a high risk for suicide. Hey, all it takes is a minute to just stop and ask your dude how he's doing. So many factors. Can't get a job because you might not have the credentials or, you know, you might have made some poor decisions. So now your background check is stopping, stopping you from, you know, getting that job, social isolation, because you're not one of the, the guys, you know, and so you can't fit in, you can't find friends, you know, or somebody to relate to when you're going through what you're going through, you know, military related trauma, you know, you come back, you know, into civilian world, but you wasn't properly prepared to return to civilian world. So now you don't even know how to function in the real world, you know, genetic predisposition. That's, that's with, you know, people will credit that to women when they're having mental disorders, but it also happens with men too, where they're just born with a predisposition, you know, and they're just trying to find ways to combat that. Most of that, when you are, um, most of the people with mental health or some people that I know, I won't say most, but some people that I know, they turn to, you know, drugs, you know, because it calms their mind down, especially if their mind is already going, you know what I'm saying? And um, that's why most people um, like marijuana and why it should be legal everywhere, because it actually calms anxiety. It actually gives you a moment to think, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's been, been reported to do that at least, you know, and um 
excuse me, you know, so in the mood disorders, like I said, you have some guys that are just angry and they can't control their emotions and they don't know why, you know what I'm saying? Like these are, these are things that we need to look in into the men because they express their feelings different than women. You know, we're going to cry. They're going to lash out, you know, so it's nothing to just like hold their face and say, what is wrong with you? Okay. Don't be that rough. But it's nothing wrong with asking everybody how they're doing, not just pinpointing the women, but you know, asking the men how they're doing. And then substance abuse. We talked about this. So alcohol dependency. Approximately one in five men develop alcohol dependency during their lives. And sometimes when that alcohol get in there, that's when the abuse happens. You know, and I'm not saying that I'm not condoning, you know, domestic violence, but what I am saying, what happened in that person's life for them to get angry like that? You know, when when women are in that situation, I always pray for both because that dude was hurt. Yes, he hurt her and he bogus, but he needs help too. He needs help too. You know what I'm saying? Not only does does she need the help to build herself back up, he needs the help to calm himself down. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't know what happened while he was growing up and why he thought that was acceptable or why he's angry or why he's gaslighting. He needs to be in therapy just like she needs to be in therapy. In therapy. Therapy. In therapy. You know what I'm saying? Um, gay and bisexual men, homosexual men are most likely to have higher rates of substance abuse than heterosexual men. Same thing what I said earlier, just not being accepted. And it's really a big thing in um, the black community, you know, with homosexuality is not that welcomed. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so it's just the pressures of not fitting in, you know what I'm saying? And just turn into, turn into substance abuse just so you can get through the day, you know, or your family is like casting you out. Like, I just feel like there is nothing that my kid could do that can make me not talk to them. Just because you're sleeping with the same sex, that is, that, that doesn't seem like a good reason for me to not to just like relinquish all motherly duties. Like, I just, I just don't understand that. And I didn't even notice, like, I mean, I know it's hatred out there, but I really saw it when that, uh, I think it was that Florida bombing at that, um, that gay, um, bar, like a couple of years back. And the, the response is people would say, well, that's what they get for being homosexual. You're trying to tell me that's why a person died. They deserve to die because of that. I mean, it's just the hatred that spews out of people's mouth. Like, I don't think that people really understand how heavy weighted words are. Like, I just I just don't think you could speak life and death in somebody's somebody's life in five seconds. You don't know how on the edge they are. That's why it's just careful. Just be careful to treat everybody with respect. You know what I'm saying? And then the last thing, um, substance abuse is very prominent with military veterans. You know, male veterans, regardless of their form of service, experience nearly twice the rate of alcohol and drug with, uh, use as women. And we all know this. These veterans are not taken care of when they come back. You know what I'm saying? They have this, the PTSD. They have um, trying to um, acclimate themselves back into civilian world. And the jobs that they had in the military sometimes don't translate into like real life jobs. So they're unemployed. And, you know, when they were in the military, they were big dogs. You know, they had purpose. And then they come back to, you know, the United States and or, or wherever and they don't have purpose. They don't have purpose. They can, I mean, they have purpose, but they can't find their purpose because we all have purpose. I'll just, 
I'll just restate that. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard for them to acclimate themselves again. And they have beautiful families that miss them. And it's not that they don't miss their family. It's just hard for them to readjust to to civilian world. So, you know, you have these things and you have these issues with, you know, within the mental health realm with men. And so I hope that this just brings awareness to all of the things that, that they're going through too. You know what I'm saying? It's just so many memes that I'm saying, well, if he's broke, then I'm not talking. If he's down, I want you already up and together. But are you all the way put together? You know what I'm saying? Like, can you stand on your on your own? Are you, are you mentally strong? Are you financially set? Like, I just feel like it's just so much pressure and we put so much on on a man you know what i'm saying and i'm not saying men don't put a lot of lot on us but i'm not talking about us i'm talking about them you know i'm i'm talking about from their um viewpoint as much as i can as a woman because i can't really like if there was a man on this show it would be easier to you know to get to get an actual man male um perfume but just from reading this and just from seeing you know males that are really struggling and people are just laughing them off and then when when they they hurt themselves or they're having is, issues with substance abuse, it's just kind of like, well, you know, he shouldn't know. Somebody should have hugged that dude. Somebody should have talked to that dude. Somebody should have reached out to that dude. So that's all I'm saying about that. So let's just be mindful of that. You know what I'm saying? Let's just really, really, really be mindful of that. And before I um, move on to our last subject, I just want to go back to. Um, what I highlighted yesterday, I'm just going to show it on the screen. I said all the numbers yesterday, but I just want to show um, show this on the screen um, when you do watch this. Just so if you know somebody that that needs some help, call these numbers. There's a number for suicide, bullying, self-harm, self-harm, self-assault, team lifeline, grief support, depression, drugs and alcohol, eating disorders, mental health and abuse. You know, and if you want the numbers, um, the people that are listening on the audio um, just go to the just click the YouTube link um, in the description box. And um, this is I don't know what hour or minute this is. Uh, this is like the 28th, 28th minute. Um, just just scroll to the 28th minute and you'll see these numbers um, on the screen. If you if you having trouble with any of this or if you know anyone, if you know a guy that's having any trouble with this, please, please, please give them these numbers. Yes. Um, once again, just just fast forward to the 28th minute and it'll pop up on here or. um, Yeah. So. So, yeah. All right. So let's go to our next and last thing. So before we get into our next and last thing, we got some sponsors that we need to highlight this morning. So here we go. Shop at So Bomb Trusses to fulfill your hair beauty needs as we bend 100% human hair in custom made wigs. We also provide all textures and lengths to bring out the bomb in you. To keep up with our latest products, sign up on our newsletter at SoBombTresses.com and follow us on IG at SoBombTresses or BrieSoBomb. Hey, hey, y'all, it's your girl, Miss Michi, checking in, reminding you to shop my exclusive collection, Lavish Looks by Miss Michi, where we've got shades and everything that you need to look fly. Oh, and we also offer accessories. So, ladies, put a little bit of razzle-dazzle in your collection today. Be sure to shop with me and follow on social media at Lavish Looks by Miss Michi. Grab your products today at MissMichi.com slash shop. 
okay, okay, okay. As you saw, we see we got a new sponsor up there. Um, Lavish Looks by Miss Michi. She sells like fancy, fancy lavish accessories and sunglasses. And we also make sure that you check out um, So Bomb Tresses, you know, for that, those hair needs, getting them custom wigs and them 100% virgin hair bundles. So yes, thanks for our sponsors who pay the bills. Because these subscriptions cost you guys. I know, you know, you see the the, the stream yard and all of this. And um, and then for interviews, you got to use Zoom. Like, it is costly to have a podcast. It's costly to have a platform. I know um, a lot of people don't, you know, think that it is. But it really is. So that's why a lot of content creators are like, hey. You know, that's why they get sponsors, sponsorship. Or that is why they um they have the cash app. Because it does get expensive. All these little subscriptions they they do get expensive from time to time, but anyway, that is not uh that is not a subject. So, because <laughs> I'll just keep talking about it. So, um, our next our next um, oh my God, our next topic. <laughs> Joe Budden had energy for Cardi B. Basically, that's basically what the, the end of this show is about. Um, and let's hear what he has to say. Let me rewind it and pause it. And then go to it. And this is brought to you by Mob Radio. I told you guys yesterday, I love the mob. Okay, so um, let me cut this up. Make sure you guys can hear it. Here we go. Loud voices. That's all that matters. Oh, you might have been the biggest entity that And according to Cardi B, I hit you through bat channels and asked you to delete the post, please. And you put your dick on it. You put your clit on the table. Nah. Okay. We'll do it your way. Mm. I have mad time because I'm not doing an album. <laughs> and mad money. And I have all the money in the world, so much so, you see me every month trying to give it away. Mm -hmm. I'm giving off that money. I'm buying a house over here, a house over here. I'm paying for funerals. The actions tell you what people are on. He was one of the loud voices. That's all that matters. Oh, you I might have been the biggest entity that was And according to Cardi B, I hit you through back channels and asked you to delete the post, please. Mm. And you put So basically what he is saying, um, the context of the conversation is surrounding Natasha K and Cardi B. His whole thing is, you know, I am not an artist, you know, and I have all the time in the world, but you are an artist and you should be making music. Like instead of suing bloggers, you should be making music. That is his point and what he's saying. I know it wasn't clear, so. <laughs> so, you know, um, I don't know why he had to say that, he, like why he had to single out. He gave offset money. I don't know if it's because he um, he brought up Cardi B. But anyway, so basically he is saying like make an album. You know what I'm saying? Like you have all this energy. Why don't you make an album instead of, you know, suing bloggers? Like there's so much more. Um, effective things you could do with your money than wasted in legal battles. Now, granted, nobody could tell you what to do with your money, but he putting pressure on her. He's telling her, go to the studio. You're an artist. Um, Cardi has like released a couple of um, singles here or there, but her last um, album, um, I think it was like 20, was it 2019? It might have been right before the pandemic or whatever. Let me see. Uh, let me see. When was Cardi's? Uh, Cardi's. I liked a couple of songs. Um, I never heard it in its entirety though. 
um, Invasion of Privacy came out, oh, April 6, 2018. So it has been a lot of years, like about four years since she has released anything. Um, and so everyone is just like, hey, we need you to, you know, a lot, and he's not the only one that said that. A lot of people are waiting on her, you know, to have an album and this and that. And, you know, she responded. So let's get to what she said. This is also brought to you by Mob Radio. Uh, let me go all the way back and pause it. And um, let me see. All right. So let's go and see what Cardi had to say about it, because what you're not going to do is play in Cardi's face. We all know that. I heard something about me and I don't like that. I don't know why. Now, it is alleged that this is a response to Joe Button because she didn't specifically say that this is towards Joe Button. So all of this is like insinuation, FYI. albums coming out or anything like that however i am working in the background i am working and all you know i got reebok you know i got facebook that i had to reschedule because covid as well has been fucking up with a lot of people's uh schedule and not only that right i'm not one of these fucking moms i'm not a fucking social media mom you know what i'm saying i'm not a social media mom i'm not like these fucking mothers out here i'm not like these celebrity mothers neither like bro i really be with my kids Okay, I really be with my so she's saying in the background, I got business meetings, and also I am a mom. You know, she just had a baby too. Kids, and I really want to spend a lot of time with my kids. But guess what? When you spend a lot of time with your kids, you gotta pay a lot of attention. It's it's not like just a thing like, oh, I got my kid and I'm carrying. Oh, yeah, let me give it to the nanny. It doesn't work like that. Okay, so yes, all the time I'm working. Today I worked. Yesterday I motherfucking worked. I was two weeks going to motherfucking court, having to wake up every single day at 6 a.m. Now, granted, you sued her. <laughs> not, not, not like, like, here's the thing. She's saying she has like all of these, these, these things that's going on in her life. So she's like, I'm not sitting at home, you know, eating bonbons and chilling. Like I'm a mom. I have um, businesses. I have lawsuits. And she has more than one lawsuit going on. So she still has to go to court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm having to go to sleep at 10 p.m. And then when I was off recording. So she is in the studio. I'm not no lazy bitch. And I've never been no lazy. We know you're not lazy, Cardi. Bitch, I love money too much. And I have too much shit going on so don't fucking play with me okay thank you I, I guess my issue sometimes with her is 
when people say something, she always feels like she has to defend herself. And my whole thing is, I was Cardi B. I ain't got to explain nothing to you. Like, <laughs> so what if you think I need to have an album? Laura Hill, what, bro, like one official album she's had. And people are still playing that album to date. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people who have one albums and they're like famous. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lauren Hill is a staple. Now, I don't know if Invasion of Privacy is on the same level of miseducation. Because, like I said, I've never actually heard the whole bit. But there are just some people that have, like, one album. And I stick to that one album. And they may have made 50 million of them. But that one album was just so dope. But, like, on, but to make it even with um, Cardi B, Lauren Hill had one album. She had one album, and we still, people still begging for her to make another one. I think she might have made, like, a second one or something, but I don't know. I don't know if it was advertised or whatever, but my whole thing is we're still living off that one album. So even if Cardi makes another album, she'll just maybe be known for Invasion of Privacy. Then a lot of people said maybe she don't think she can live up to the hype of Invasion of Privacy, and that's okay because, um... Some people just have that one staple album, you know, but she got a couple of little couple of bangers that's out there, you know, that's not connected to an album. So it's just like she's not, you know, I, I do agree that she's not lazy, you know, and everyone's challenging her to go into the studio. But, you know, she said more about that. So maybe I should be quiet. OK, if y'all want like a fucking y'all want music, say that, but don't fucking say that I ain't doing shit. Every day I motherfucking work. Yeah, I thought that was weird that she said if y'all want music, because you are a music artist too, you know. Overwhelmingly working. Overwhelmingly working. Like you know how I always say I want to get a light bulb so bad. I just not I don't even have time for myself. Myself time is lipo time, drinking, this and that. I don't even have time for that. That's how overwhelmed my schedule is. That should be getting me tight and it be men that be fucking assuming shit like that because And that's why people thought that this that right there is why people thought that she was responding to Joe Button. Um that response right there. Just wanted to point that out. They just don't have that responsibility that you have. Especially me. I have motherfucking two kids on top of the responsibilities that I have. And I don't wanna waste and I don't wanna waste no fucking time because I felt like when I gave birth to my daughter, I felt like I was extremely overworked. I had to extremely go state to state, state to state, state to state, state to state, performing, performing, performing. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to lose more time with mine. She's trying to spend time with her kids while they're young. I don't see nothing wrong with that. But I'm definitely working. Cardi ain't never been no lazy bitch. Thank you. If you and your fans want to take a picture of me. Take it now. Wait, hold on. Let me post for it because y'all be posting ugly pictures of me. Your nails are so long. Y'all took it? Took it? She took it? Oh, shit. I didn't even have earrings on today. I knew I ain't had no fucking earrings on today. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, never mind. Okay, so that's the end of it. So, um, So, basically, she's saying, look, I'm working. You get an album when you get an album. I'm doing other things. But if you notice, a lot of music artists are kind of like um, rearing away from the music industry. Like, you know, Rihanna became a billionaire by doing the makeup and the lingerie. And congratulations to Rihanna, by the way. She's pregnant. You know what this all means, you guys?
No album. That's what it means. Okay, let me be. Let me go back to being happy for Rihanna. I'm joking, but not. But I'm really excited for her um, and ASAP Rocky. Um, they make such a cute, 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 cute couple. But there are a lot of artists out there that are just like you know, kind of running away from the music industry and they're starting to do other things, get into other ventures because that's where the money is. They don't have to work as hard. They don't have to be burnt out. I don't know if you remember last year, um, Doja Cat was saying how she was burnt out. We talked about Ari Lennox last week where she's just over, you know, the semantics and the politics that comes along with the music industry. So a lot of people are trying to venture out into new new avenues, you know, to make money where it's less stress and money can be made for them in their sleep versus them having to, to tour and things like that. Now, when it comes to the fans, the fans feel like they're left out because it's like, man, we need more music we want you on the stage you know we want you to tour you know but these artists is like you ain't finna run me so that's basically what cardi was saying so um what do you think about anything that we talked about today <laughs> um just be sure to leave it in the comments if you are on youtube that subscribe button is like right there it's like right in front of your face and next to it is the thumbs up and then next to it is the notification i believe i said it in order my point is hit the subscribe button hit the subscribe button please also you can follow me on instagram twitter and um tiktok which is up there um on the top of the screen please remember there's never an inopportune time to be yourself and until tomorrow don't forget to be kind to yourself and each other bye is it ending?